You're listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Do you have a write-up? or No, I do not. Oh, yeah, well, sports are over, so. There's no sports to talk about. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Not prepared, let's do it. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. This is Zach Whittington. He's back in the studio. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, Zach. Missed you last week. Missed me. I did not get the corona. That's good. (laughs) I was just out due to technical difficulties. We back. We back. In the flesh. But some things aren't back, Zach. We're not gonna be the bearers of bad news because you already know. Sports (laughs) Sports <laughs> are over. It's done. <laughs> it's just like there's no other way to I say out, it. I held out hope that the XFL would keep rolling. Oh, but it's a governmental thing. So sad. Thing. It's a governmental thing. These local state agencies are saying you can't gather over 50 people. It's out of the league's hands at this point. No, yeah. Vince McMahon, though, has not canceled WrestleMania yet. And UFC, still out there, still happening. Dana White says the people need the fights. People need the fights. It's going to be good for the fight game. I mean, I think... I think they they're gonna have to cancel them eventually. Like I don't even think the UFC is gonna be immune to the corona. Gatherings larger than fifty people. Does that mean I can't go to the grocery store? Can't go to the grocery store. Uh, no. no, I mean we theaters. literally can't go anywhere at this point. It sounds like. Oh my gosh, it's wild. It's a pandemic. It's the now, state of South Carolina has announced a state of emergency. Nas- yep, national emergency. Henry McMaster's. He said that. That's our governor. But uh, I love his name. I just, Southern gentleman. It's perfect. But uh, yeah, it's crazy times we're in. So, Dan, let's go with the exact rundown. Okay. The NBA has been suspended. As of Tuesday night at 8 o'clock, the NBA suspended the season, yes. He knows the time. I do not. (laughs) The NCAA men's and women's basketball tournaments have been suspended as well as all the conference tournaments. Yep. And now the ACC has suspended all athletic Activities. You told me that the SEC is done as well. Yep, in the I'm past sure few all hours. other Power Five conferences are going to follow through and do the same exact message. And we can assume the XFL is over, as we were mentioning. NHL the has NHL, postponed. MLB is pushing stuff back. So every sporting event is basically screwed right now. And the NFL sitting there. <laughs> they are. They haven't made an announcement, but they are so far away from a season. But the training camps and stuff are not too far, like the spring camps and stuff. So you're gonna. It's crazy because it's March. It's mid March right now, and it's crazy because we're gonna see a lot of things start to get pushed back in the summer that mm-hmm. are gonna compound into the fall very quickly. Yep, absolutely. Um I'm assuming that if the if everything goes as planned at this point, they're talking about resuming things like mid April, potentially end of April. Uh they're saying like thirty days at least, um, as far as uh, postponements. And so that idea would be that you're be like NBA finals would be being played in July and August. Uh you would have the MLB postseason being pushed all the way out to probably like November, things of that nature. Uh, there's just a lot, yeah, the lot, and we'll be sitting on November, December, I think September. All these months, we'll be sitting on oodles of sporting events. So, just to jump to the NBA specifically, 
there's been some uh, talk amongst higher up reporters and stuff that this is a chance for Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, who was proactive in canceling the league, uh, the season so far, to start playing around with the season, shorter seasons, less games, change the playoff format. Adam Silver's already been a very open-minded NBA commissioner as opposed to Stern. Stern was great, brought the league to what it is today. Well, the last mm-hmm. 10 years, Adam Silver has done a great job to grow the league recently, and he's open-minded as, like, the midseason tournament that we were talking about, yep. one of our episodes, changing the playoffs, uh, just straight 16 teams instead of uh, conferences. And then other things. I think shorting the regular season was great. I've said it before on the record. The 2011 year, due to the lockout where Derrick Rose won the MVP, amazing. Mavericks won the title. Awesome. <laughs> but anyways, great year. And uh, people are still hanging on to that Derrick Rose MVP year, man. Like, he's a legend because of that year. And that was a lockout year. So that's pretty cool. I'm going to ask you, Dan. Okay. How does the lack of sports influence you and affect your life directly uh so as far as for me it's like uh tonight i sort of got home and uh, my first thought was uh so what we got going on and typically you're gonna flip on espn you're gonna have some sort of basketball game on something going that uh you can sit down and enjoy and unfortunately there is nothing there is literally nothing to watch and so and I'm also a little curious too. Uh, something else, as far as uh, I do a lot of listening to podcasts for ESPN, I do a lot of watching of ESPN shows and stuff. I want. I'm interested to see what happens with the uh, ESPN TV shows because you do endless blocks of in of sports coverage that is now over. FS1 has already announced they're they're not showing shows right now. I do believe FS1 is just sort of waiting. And so is ESPN going to sort of stop well, their broadcasts well, and whatnot? Like you, just like you said in previous episodes with the Kobe Bryant thing, you're running into the ground. Do you literally want to turn on FS1 and let listen to Cowherd and Joy Taylor and Skip and Shannon talk about coronavirus for the next week and a half when they're not qualified to talk about a biological event? Absolutely. <laughs> you know? That's a fair point. So it's... I actually applaud FS1 for doing this because you're taking power out of people who shouldn't have it. So... Me and you shouldn't be tuning in the FS1 to listen to Colin Cowherd for updates on the coronavirus. Absolutely. No matter how much I like Cowherd, I should not listen to him for coronavirus <laughs> advice. <laughs> I should probably tune into the World Health Organization and the United Nations and shit like that. You yeah. Know? Actual agencies that can make a educated decision. But uh, I wouldn't say our government. I'm not going to get into that. But, uh, uh, but <laughs> that's anyways, a whole other pod. Yeah, that's that's a whole different podcast. Podcast. <laughs> yes, but uh, so anyways, direct affecting me directly. I do have a funny story from earlier today. Mm-hmm. So the SEC suspended all sports at three hours. Three ago, a few hours. Yeah. So I was actually out to lunch around twelve. <laughs> yeah. With my brother, I met my brother and a bunch of guys, uh, a bunch of his work buddies. He works in the military, so they were all in uniform, and I was in a yellow rain jacket, so I stuck out pretty. Pretty for hard some, there. For some but thumb over sore anyways, thumb. we're at a Tipsy Taco enjoying some tacos for lunch. Mm. And uh, on the TVs, they got 30 of them because what do you usually have? A ton of different sports on. No, everything's canceled. But what did we do have? We had Kentucky versus Mississippi State softball. <laughs> and we're watching Fire. live. And uh, there was like, they were down 9-1. to one, And my brother said, Kentucky's got this in the bag. Uh, <laughs> Next inning. Literally, grand slam for Mississippi State. Cleared the bases on a single. 
they go up by one run, literally, like, is 10 to 9. I was like, I was cheering for softball in a tipsy taco. Never thought you'd be in that position, did you? That's where we're at. I saw a funny video of a bunch of guys watching bowling, and he got the strike, and they all jumped out of their chairs screaming. They were so excited. They were all, like, throwing an imaginary ball in their hands, (laughs) and they're like, yes, yes. That's where we're at, Dan. We're in the bowling and We're in the bowling. I'm going to be watching poker in a few weeks somehow. (laughs) ESPN2, I guarantee it's poker. Every time I ever flip to ESPN2 and want something, it's, it's always, always poker. poker. So, Zach, I do poker. have a question. Um, okay. As we speak about these bowling and smaller sports, sort of recreational sports on some of them, do you think that the Olympics are going to be postponed or canceled in general? Probably canceled. Because that, that, mean, as that comes up, in, it's coming up in the summer in Japan. And so the question is, is uh, well, do we consider it, it healthy enough? It's not just the scare of spreading the virus. It's these people setting up the Olympics currently have to go home and be quarantined or they're going to get sick. You know? Absolutely. So the Olympics, that is kind of sad because you're missing a lot of money for a lot of different countries. But I will say we are lucky it's not a World Cup year because that's world economy influence right there that is like the biggest event in country in every other country but america every four years the world cup my only concern with the olympics really is on the athletes themselves because a lot of these olympic athletes that is where you make your bread no you want to know yes that's sad for the like which is unfortunate and like those random olympic sports where your main display of your abilities is the olympics but i'm going to tell you what i have thought of that really hurt me feeling bad for players missing out is March Madness men's. There are some guys who are going to carry their team and get drafted off the tournament alone. And they are not even going to, no one even knows their name. Well, not even the players that are only getting drafted, but even the players that aren't. Some well, of those yeah, seniors that don't get terrible. to even play out their final season. And uh, one that you say it said men's in the women's side of it, Don, uh, Don Staley in the South Carolina Gamecocks. That's a team that you've watched year to year here recently, uh, always competing, being competitive. And finally, they were going to get that number one seed in the tournament. They were definitely the favorite for the national championship. And all that's washed down the drain now. A lot of hard work put into it. It, uh, another team, and I then think. Also, Oregon Ducks, INSQ, like the best one. Exactly. Player ever. She, uh, her, you don't get to see her do a tournament run. And it then, could have been South Carolina versus like Oregon. the best woman ever. <laughs> and then I saw sort of think too in the men's uh, section, the number two team in the nation currently, Dayton. Do you really think Dayton's going to be able to come back next year and do it again? There's just that it's unfortunate that these teams that were able to make a great season are not able to cap off a great season with what they wanted. Because this is what you work for from the first day of the offseason in the previous year. You work for the championship next year. And a lot of these teams, yes, it's not for granted. You can't take it for granted that you're going to make it to the tournament. But come on, bro. Like, Duke's going to make the tournament. Kansas is going to make the tournament. Like, the bigger teams, they are literally waiting for the tournament to start playing hard almost. Yeah, and then there's teams that are literally living on this year to be their tournament year. Like Dayton. Like, uh, there's just... And so it's just unfortunate to see that for those players. I have heard uh, a lot of people rumbling and uh, a lot of people, you know, on Twitter and whatnot saying that they want to see the NCAA give... uh, 
a chance for the seniors of these teams to play another game potentially like a whether that was like something. a senior bowl or whether that's just give them seniors, an, you give them an eligibility for one game next year and they get to play an opener next year something of that nature where they do get to finish get out their career there, exactly you have you a senior night time. what and whatnot so yeah there is talks of that uh we'll have to see what the ncaa does with that but, but i would definitely appreciate would that be as a senior to practice all off season for like the first game of the year and you play one game and then they're like okay you're actually done that was a last year well game. he would be graduated they would be graduated at that point but yeah that, so it's but it's the commitment of time you into can't, that you can't just not practice the whole off season and expect to play a game yeah like you're you, you got to get the chemistry with the guys it's not fair to guys on the bench who were there for every workout every practice just because your season got canceled does not mean you can affect these other player seasons next well, year. Well, yeah, and I've heard there obviously is concern with like the freshmen coming in and for for yeah, those teams. In NCAA but basketball. that being said, I think they can do figure something out, like you said, a senior bowl, a senior game, something of a, a nature. Senior tournament, senior tournament some, would be fantastic. Throw something together, man. Like um, get seniors from regions, put them together, and let them play. And that sounds like a great idea. I love something. that idea. That's hey, a fantastic man. idea. That's what I'm saying. You got to do something creative because you can't. The next year thing just doesn't work in my head. So, well, at this point, Zach, we're just going to probably be jumping around all sort of the leagues and just sort of talking about the topics and little little nick, nicks and knacks of uh, what's going on in the sports world. Um, and you sort of said uh, that we were going to name this episode after Vince Carter, correct? Yes, episode thirty-four. So first off, we're going to shout out some thirty-fours of the world. Shaq, boom, thirty-four. He was thirty-two as well, but Shaq. You got any? Uh, is Walter Payton 34? I know Bo Jackson's 34. So Bo Jackson's one of the best players ever. Auburn. One of the greatest baseball, running backs of all time. One of the best baseball players of all time if he would have did it for 20 years. So Bo Jackson's obviously a GOAT. 34 uh, is pretty cool. What Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, the truth. The truth. The truth. The truth is ruining his Shout rep a Paul. little bit as an announcer. He's kind of getting clowned in the media. I like that he's a good sport and keeps coming back, but... Paul Pierce was cooler when he was in the a NBA player. than he is now. One man who dominated in the league and is also fantastic on TV, Charles Barkley. 34, the 34. round mound of rebound. Oh, my gosh. You know, I love you know Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley self-quarantined. He just got tested for corona, too. I did hear that today. That's... Shout out Charles. He's actually in a demographic we're so worried about. Have you heard about? Have you you know about there? The, the TNT has two uh, broadcast teams at this point. They have one where Shaq, and it's like a younger crowd. You got Shaq, D Wade, and two other people, uh, and then it's obviously Candace Parker, Candace Candace Parker, Parker exactly, and then, and then one other person. I can't remember who's can't on remember that who one. It is but and then you have on the typical obviously Thursday, Ernie the Johnson, Ernie Kenny Johnson, Smith. Kenny the Jet Smith, Shaq. So Zach, do you think this younger D Wade Shaq combo? is better than the Charles Shaq combo? No. No? There's no way in hell. It's cool that D Wade and Shaq won a title together and D Wade is one of the all-time greats as well as Shaq and they get to talk together. It's cool having Candace Parker. She's really cool. But dude, Shaq and Barkley and Ernie and Kenny, that is some of the best live TV. That's like Rat Pack type stuff. That uh, they are definitely going to be That is literally reminiscent of watching like Sinatra and Dean Martin and stuff. Just live TV, they throw it together like it's gold. Well, and I, yeah, I think that is one of and the best. Friends. I think that's one of the best uh, uh, sports broadcasting uh, platforms as far as like yeah. pregame shows and postgame shows. But I'm even going to one up that. That is seriously one of the best live shows on TV, regardless <laughs> of genre. It's better than 
any of the game shows. It's better than reality TV. It's, oh, definitely. It's better than the news, man. It is because <laughs> they even get insightful. You get to listen to Shaq and Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith's a two-time champion. A lot of people forget that. Charles is the only one up there besides Ernie that doesn't have a title. And Shaq reminds us of that all the time. Shaq, Shaq <laughs> will live on that and die but on that. <laughs> inside the NBA, TNT, that is literally like enjoy every episode you can. Cherish every moment. The same thing with LeBron and the Lakers. If you weren't watching this year, you should have been because this is one of the best LeBrons you've ever seen, and the season's over like that. <laughs> uh, another NBA player to wear 34, Ray Allen. Oh, my gosh. The shot. Throwing down mad bangers. So Ray Allen led, still leads the league in all-time three-pointers made over Reggie Miller. Steph Curry's going to have that one. He's going to eat that up for sure. He's going to have that one, but there's going to be a lot of players that are going to break Ray Allen's record over the years due to just the change of the game. Yeah, All absolutely. we do is jack up threes, 200 a game. 200 a year is almost normal now. 200 threes for a player in a year, which was should be average 10 years ago. Crazy. So Ray Allen paved the way for a lot of people. Shout out. He was Pretty sure he's from South Carolina, man. He doesn't rep South Carolina. I'm pretty sure he's from South Carolina. He should rep that more. He's not going to. We got Zion and yeah. And then before we get to our, obviously, the pod man, Vince Carter, Hakeem Olajuwon. I was thinking, Hakeem the Dream. So the Dream Shake in Houston. Classic was, Rockets jerseys. He's like. Love them. Everyone knew Michael Jordan was going to be a problem after his first year, but Akeem was one of those people that could shut down the dominant people. Like, he could block Michael at the rim. He could block Dominique at the rim. He gave all the other centers problems. In a time where centers run the world, Hakeem the Dream was, was the shaking one. his way. <laughs> so, we, we were naming this episode after Vince Carter because... Vince Carter, the Atlanta Hawks, were playing the New York Knicks in uh, what was the last night of broadcasted NBA games. Uh, in overtime, the Hawks down about like 12 points because, good God, can we just not ever play? Just don't play defense. What's the point? The Hawks choose They're so bad. So I heard this. I was listening to somebody talk about the Hawks. They were like, I stray the gang, scored 20 straight in the fourth quarter, and they still lost. They're like, Trey Young needs somebody on his team to help him. I'm like, John Collins is asking for the max. You have Clint Capella. <laughs> we have like, who else do you need? On Cam Reddish. I Cam mean, you Reddish. have players. <laughs> yeah, you have players. That team should be playing a lot better than what they do. And the fact that Trey Young basically carries the and team he most plays of the no time. He doesn't play defense, but he, he carries the team and all offense. But all that being said, Vince Carter got in the game in overtime. Last few seconds, he comes out. They don't block him. Don't cover him hits the three-pointer before the end of the game in what is a lot of people are assuming Vince Carter's last time on an NBA court, Zach. Yes. How do you feel about that? I feel like he's played basketball almost as long as I've been alive. He's been in the league 22 seasons. He's seven months older than Tom Brady. He's still dunking. Said he could still dunk for a few more years, multiple more years. uh, Vince Carter... It's crazy. He's played in four decades. He played in the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and the 2020s. He's been a part of some crazy moments. He had the best dunk contest ever. The Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon ones were great, but from a singular standpoint. A dominant standpoint. Vince Carter's dunk contest was the best thing since sliced bread when it happened. 
And I'm too young to remember the Toronto Raptors, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady. I mean, I was alive for it, but I was literally a toddler, five years old when yeah. he was still there. I know Vince Carter. I told you this before the show. I know Vince Carter as the Vince Carter, Jason Kidd, Richard Jefferson trio that were on the New Jersey Nets and were making the Eastern Conference Finals. That, in the early 2000s, that was a super team, almost. Almost. And put some respect on Richard Jefferson's name. Yes, he's hilarious in the media. Love Richard Jefferson. Yes, he has his podcast. Yes, he's going viral all the time on Instagram. And he helped LeBron. And he was on these other teams as an old guy with the veteran. Back in the day, Richard Jefferson could dunk every bit as good as Vince Carter could. That man could get up. And then Jason Kidd's an all-time great who's now assistant coach on the Lakers. Jason Kidd went to do wonderful things, other teams. Same thing with Vince Carter. He helped lead the Mavs to their title run. He hit a clutch Game 6 three-pointer to beat the Spurs and send the Mavs on to win their title with Dirk. But Vince Carter, Vince Sanity... I've owned a pair of shoes by the man. Crazy. All-time great. If this was the last time we got to see him, if this season comes to nothing. At least we got one more experience of the Vince Carter And he said he's cool with it. He said he's cool with it. So let me ask you this, Dan. Mm -hmm. Did Vince Carter fulfill his potential as an NBA player? Yes. Uh, Championships, check. All-stars, check. Uh, Dunk contest winner, check. I mean, I don't know what else he really could have done in the league. Uh, he was always a constant conversation piece in the league. Uh, just like, you know, he definitely always in the conversation like LeBron is just for, as far as good for the game. I think Vince Carter was fantastic. And personally, as a fan of the Hawks, when he came to us a couple years ago, and I, I sort of felt he was going to finish out the career with us, I was really excited and uh just thrilled that the Hawks got to experience some part of the Vince Carter era of basketball. For him to be such a journeyman around the NBA on the last half of his career, I mean, even from the beginning, he went Toronto, Nets, Mavericks, Kings, Hawks. I think there's a couple more stops in there. Who's he at? Where's he at now? He's at the Hawks now. Hawks now. Still. Is this the only stint with the Hawks? Or yep, this, okay. I think it was his first stint. Either way, he's been on like five or six teams. For him to be a UNC Tar Heel grad, I'm kind of surprised he never made a stop on the Hornets. My boss actually was in college the times at the same time Vince Carter was. So, like, my boss always talks to me about going and watching Vince Carter at basketball games, just, like, yamming on people constantly. I'm always so jealous of he him. He went to North Carolina? Yep, went to North Carolina, got wow. to watch Vince Carter play. Um, so, this crazy is cool, stuff. non-sports related. Have you ever heard of the rule of seven, Daniel? No. Okay, so through seven people, you have met every person in the world. Okay. So, great example, what you just said. You've met your boss. Who's met Vince Carter. Even if he hasn't met Vince Carter. He's seen him. He has met someone who has met Vince Carter through North Carolina. So, at most, you are one, two, three steps away from Vince Carter. It took you three steps to get to Vince Carter. Vince Carter... Has met the President of the United States. <laughs> That's four steps to the President. The President has met the leader of every country in the world, essentially, who has met some diplomat, who has met some lonely person in the country. So, 
The rule of seven, you have met every, every person. person. You can name a person in the world, and you have probably met them through seven connections. I like that name. I like that rule. That's a great rule. I don't uh, know if it's a rule. It, it may doesn't, be a theory. It's a, it definitely sounds like a theory, but also it Maybe may not be right, but really cool. Sounds very intriguing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just think it's fantastic that uh, Vince Carter was able to play as long as he did. Um, oh, it's crazy. And yeah. I would like to note one, one note. Respect to Vince Carter for allowing his game to transition with basketball in his age. Unlike a fellow man, a fellow man who came into the league about the same time of uh, Carmelo Anthony, who just absolutely refused to play the bench player, to play the six man role, and Vince Carter. Absolutely. Never complained once. Took whatever he could and helped his team win championships. And so that's what I respect most of him. He was always just a baller. He would go out there and didn't matter what you asked, he was going to ball for you. So, But that almost sparks my argument why I asked you to question, did he fulfill his potential? Did Vince Carter take the easy route and decide that I'm just going to not go as hard and be a team player and sit on the bench when he still could have been a dominant star on some teams for some years. I do not think... I think he went to the bench too quickly. I think what you see... You say that, but then what you see is uh, him saying, I don't want to go to the bench. And then he ends up in a Carmelo Anthony situation. He's not on a team at all. Carmelo had That's game, dangerous. Though, even when he was getting blackballed. The Knicks and Phil Jackson were the reason Carmelo got blackballed and, like, got out of the league. Yes, he got left behind. Carmelo is a shooting version of um, Charles Barkley, pretty much. He's a rebounding, offensive rebound, put-up, put-backs, mid-range, spot-up shooter. Not today's game. Mid-range shooter. It's not today's game. And the same thing happened to Dwight Howard. Yep. But it's just, man, I just feel like Vince Carter could have been on the Carmelo level at some point, and he never was. He was a little bit... Carmelo reached a point where he was top five players in the league. Vince Carter's never done that. Yeah, and I can, I can respect Carter that like statement. he's gold. And he is, and he was great for the league. But Vince Carter, with all that ability, probably... And the fact that he showed how good of a shooter he is now... Why weren't you that good of a shooter 10 years into your career? Because it was not his game. 10 he years was, into career. But I'm just saying, down. man, like, he had every gift in the terms of basketball. He didn't get hurt. He, he could jump higher than everybody. And he did a lot of things. He won a title at UNC. Won a title in the league. Won Olympic gold medals. But I feel like Vince Carter should have been a little bit better over these last 13 years. Respect. The first 10, I can't complain about anything. The last 13... I mean, man, look at what LeBron's doing. I hate to compare you to LeBron. That's tough. That's a tough comparison. I hate comparison. to compare you to LeBron, but LeBron is 17 years in giving you a 30-point triple-double. But Vince Carter, this is your episode. This is your episode. <laughs> Shout out Vince Carter. Sorry. I really do hope, you know, we get to see him on, like, maybe TNT or something like that. Oh, that would be crazy. He's well-spoken. Well-spoken and obviously in he loves the game, but it makes you wonder if he's – he may take a couple years away just to chill just to out, step away. hang out with the fam. Like Tim Duncan. We didn't hear from Tim Duncan for two years, and now he's head coach in the Spurs. <laughs> so, and getting wins. Getting, shut up. Over my team. <laughs> um, so, uh, another, there, obviously we've talked about the NBA postponing, NHL, MLB, all these. MLS, Zach, has also postponed, along with them, multiple, uh, the, both of their lower-tier leagues, uh, Champions League and then USL1, where the Greenville Triumph play, right. have also postponed their leagues. Direct impact on me and Dan from the coronavirus straight our up. season ticket 
First time season ticket holder. Next Friday has been postponed. Postponed. The uh, season's being pushed back. It's uh, They'll let us know more on those and uh, as far as see. But that being said, uh, we still got some uh, like on the on social media. Uh, yeah, we let's were go at ahead the... and stop. Shout out Greenville Triumph. Shout out Brewery 85. Fantastic event the Great other night. Great event. Unveiled new kits. Unveiled a new beer called the Riot. Riot, yep. Blonde Ale, 4%. Delicious. It's supposed to be poundable is what the uh, Brewery 85 <laughs> owner said. But, uh, yeah, so we're very excited. We were a little worried there. We've been on the air, so we were worried about the beer sponsorships, but pleasant surprise. Yeah, they definitely have come through. Uh, They said that he'll have Wicked Weed IPAs and things like that, so they'll definitely have us covered on the beers. Also, as we had talked, a potential of a new kit, they have released it. We got Dark Blues with Light Blue Sleeves. They are are clean. They are so clean, guys. Mm-hmm. Me and Very Dan excited. actually got to talk to a few of the players, a few of the workers for the Triumph. We're excited. Maybe some future stuff coming between the both of us, but we're huge supporters here at Moody Sports for uh, the Greenville the Triumph. Triumph. Everything you do, Brewery 85, you're winning me over every day. I'm always there now. i got to be. Exactly. So, uh, And sh- thank you for the love on social media. It goes. It's very well appreciated. You're helping us organically grow. It's awesome. But besides uh, that, any other updates from the USL League One? No, not really from League One. Um, obviously, I was about to say, like we said, guys, without a lot of sports going on, we're not going to have a lot of updates. We're obviously going to keep informing you on when we're talking about bringing things back and whatnot. Uh, but we'll see what exactly that goes to. Uh, but we will, uh, yeah, we'll have to. We'll just have to play it by ear, um, like most things in the world now. Apparently, in general, uh, Zach, I don't know if you've been to the stores, but my mom was at the store today. She said that the ramen noodle section gone, toilet paper gone, paper towels gone, Clorox wipes gone. Bro, I hate Americans, dude. Like, Crazy. Why do we do this? Why do we buy eggs and milk when there's half an inch of slush on the ground? Why is toilet paper flying off the shelves? <laughs> Like, are people pooping more than before? Like, I, I don't know I what's happening. I haven't bought a single thing since I heard about coronavirus. I've probably wasted more resources than I have acquired. I was about to say, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm overusing resources, potentially. I may be the problem with toilet paper at this point. Who have knows? you washed your hands, though? I'm washing my hands. At, my skin is falling off from the amount I'm washing my hands at this point. Just don't pull a Rudy Gobert and touch my mic. Okay? Oh, my God. Please. Before we get out of here, we just got to acknowledge, and I want to point out, apparently, the there's Woj has reported that, oh, VSPN has reported that there is strife in the Jazz locker room with Rudy, Rudy Gobert because they feel like they have been betrayed by him, that uh, they don't know how they're going to exactly get past. It seems like this has caused there some major issues the for the Jazz. He was acting unresponsible, touching everyone's belongings, and like... You saw him. He literally, like, after a game this week, he, like, rubbed his hands all over Donovan Mitchell's face on the court. And then Donovan Mitchell ends up with the coronavirus also. And then he literally makes a mockery of the whole thing. I've been making a mockery in private as well, but I also am washing my hands and I understand taking things seriously. Especially if you're on his platform, the Defensive Player of the Year, you're an international player coming to the American League, and you're sitting here making a mockery, licking your hands, touching all the microphones, not listening to any of the warnings, and then you're 
case one. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, it's just a Rudy Gobert, but obviously we want everybody getting better. We want Rudy Gobert, uh, we, but I just found it very interesting that that happened, and now you're hearing of there is genuine uh, issues in that locker room coming out of this. So, uh, But yeah, we're just going to have to monitor things at this point, guys. Uh, obviously, I think y'all are going to be just like us. You're going to be sitting here lapping up any little bit, like I said, poker. Come on, poker. Uh, we'll lap up any bit of sports we can get at this point, and we'll bring y'all uh, more content next week. And uh, we'll hopefully, maybe we'll have a couple little segments figured out for next week too. Oh yeah, we're gonna get real friendly. If if you wanted to know anything about me and Dan, you're probably gonna find it on some filler segments. And if y'all have any ideas as far as things y'all want us to talk about, or uh, even just like suggestions as far as like quick questions that we could hit, uh, hit us up on Twitter or hit us up on Instagram at Moody Sports Page. Uh, just sort of. Let us know what you're thinking as far as uh, wh- what are you missing with uh, yeah, sports being you, canceled? What are you missing from sports? Oh, man, what are you what are you gonna miss the most, Dan? Before we get out of here. Before we get out of here, I think my biggest thing I'm gonna miss is probably just uh, coming home and uh, you know late at night. You get that SVP at night and you get all the highlights of what's gone down. There's not going to be any highlights anymore. I just don't know, Zach. Like, it's just, it's general. I feel a bit lost without the sports there. Man. You? NBA Anything? NBA's my favorite season. I was about to say, I'm assuming you're going to miss those Hornets games yeah, a NBA's lot. NBA's my favorite season, and they just did it to me hard. So, it's still setting in, honestly. it. I haven't been without sports for more than, like, I was two about days say, now. This is the first so, time in my life I can think that I haven't, like, been able to consume sports at will. So, we'll see... We'll give it a month, see where we're at, regroup, but we're going to keep coming at you with the pod. We'll give you any updates on anything that progresses. And, hey, maybe you're going to get some uh, different sports in here. We can talk about the X Games. I'm sure that got suspended, too. <laughs> Every, we'll mean, see. Maybe we'll – maybe we'll. I don't know. But maybe you. there'll be a sport to talk about. <laughs> exactly. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Bear with us. You know it's out of our hands at this point. But Bless we'll, everybody that gets the coronavirus. May everyone be safe. I'm wash your hands terrible wash your hands sanitize and if you get some sanitizers let me know because uh mail me up. mail me a small bottle a small bottle big bottle whatever you want moody sports thanks guys thank you for listening to a very moody sports show with daniel moody and zach whittington follow us on instagram spotify and twitter at moody sports page that's right a new name moody sports page And listen up next week for good predictions and hot takes.